All right, boys and girls, I got a doozy again for you guys today. Um, really, this is going to be great for anyone who's maybe going through some low moments, some tough moments. And for those of you who also want to know a little bit more about my story as well, too, um, some of the hardships I've faced as a barber, as well as running the New Era Barbering business, and how I've overcome that. Because overcoming hardships, overcoming tough times is something as a business owner you're always going to be going through. Now, for those of you who don't know, my name is Daniel Contreras. Uh, I run a company called The New Era Barbering. Uh, we help barbers scale up to 20K a month and be able to charge 200 bucks a haircut in any location in the U.S., uh, Canada, as well as Australia. We're also expanding to other countries as well, too, as we speak. Um, and I've been able to scale my business in barbering, not only from uh, 20 bucks a haircut, 250, and a small town, quote-unquote, of Sacramento. But again, too, we've also helped barbers in U.S., Canada, and Australia also make 20K plus a month. So I say all that to say, look, I've not only done the practice myself, right? Gotten the results, but we are currently even improving on those results for barbers in today's game and day and age. So everything I say right now is very practical and you can apply to yourself um, into your business today. Now, as per usual, my only ask of this podcast, if you found anything uh, valuable, uh, please share this with one friend. I think everybody's going to go through hardships, especially as a business owner. And again, my idea behind this new era barbering movement is to uplift the barber industry to take us out of a place where, we're, look, we're not as respected as a industry whatsoever we're kind of like a backyard hustle instead of a business so please as per usual go ahead and share this with one friend if you found this any value from this and if it's a friend did send this to you understand they want you to succeed they see the hardships you're going through and they want to uh, uh, uh i guess equip you with the correct tools on how to get over that so with that let's get into the podcast there have been two moments in my life thus far um two time periods where I was completely lost and didn't know how the fuck I was going to get through those times. I had lost all hope, become depressive, um, played a big victim mindset, and wasn't really enjoying life whatsoever. The first moment came when, um, a lot of you know, uh, when I was 21 years old, I lost my father to cancer. Um, and I got to see a man who I looked up to, um, who I loved, pass away in front of my eyes. And, and around that time, too, I was still living at home with my parents. I was 21 years old. And charging only 20 bucks a haircut. At that moment in time, I had no clue what I was going to do with my life. I felt like a loser. I felt like a complete fuck up, making two, three K a month, while all my friends at that moment in time were almost getting ready to graduate college, right? Because I'm 21, 22 years old, around that age, you know, three to four years after high school. I'm seeing everybody I went to high school with, like, enjoying their college life. They seem like, they're, I mean, they're, they're going out partying. They're getting their degrees. They're interning at like these big companies. And I'm just a little barber who still lives at home, still lives in his hometown. Failed moving out one time, struggled. And the career path I chose was leading me down a pathway that like I didn't see any hope in whatsoever. And I was stuck. The second time I was very depressed and lost uh, came after I retired from barbering. Um, for those of you who don't know, 
I worked at a barbershop in Sacramento after I worked in two barbershops. Uh, first one was called Rare Barbershop off Power and Fruit Ridge. And then I moved to the Rich Barber Hair Studio in downtown uh, Sacramento, um, working for Chuka. Now, that shop brought me a lot of like insight. It, it, it changed my mindset overall in terms of like, um, you know, getting into reading. Chuka was like one of the first people to get me into reading whatsoever. It gave me books to read overall. Um, and really, Everybody was up about personal development there, and it felt like a family. Um, in 2018, I started the New Era Barbering, and it started picking up steam, um, the company at least. I was helping a lot of barbers get really, really good results. Um, however, Chuka was not happy with that, right? The owner of the shop, because he wanted me to be promoting the shop uh, all the time, and didn't want me promoting my own self, and felt like there was conflicting branding going on, and... Took me to the side one day to a, like a tea shop and uh, sat me down. It was like basically the ultimatum was like it was a 30 minute, con- 45 minute conversation. And the ultimatum was basically either shut down the new era barbering, um, you know, stop doing this shit and you can basically cut hair or get the fuck out. Right. That was basically the ultimatum. Two days and he, it was very passive aggressive. Like I looked at you because my brother at the time. So, um, uh, he was like, hey, you know, just think about it. Think about your decision overall. I was like, all right, cool. I'll think about my decision. Two days after that, um, I get a call at 9 in the morning. Uh, I still remember it was like a 10, 10 to 12 second call. <laughs> I remember exactly how long it was, right? Um, and the call just went something like this. I picked up the phone. I was like, yo, what's up, man? What's up, Chuka? And basically, he, it was quiet for like maybe two or three seconds. And all he said in the other line was, because he was living in L.A. at the time. He said, he said I'm going to be back in Sacramento this weekend. And I better not see none of your shit in my shop. And I said, bet. And hung up. And that set me on the journey of, basically, um, I made a decision. Okay, cool. Am I going to go in a different shop? What am I going to do? I already have this company. Um, you know, I'm getting good results. Um, I'm in a good position financially for myself. <clears throat> I'm going to take a shot at running this company, right? I think, I think I'm ready to stop, stop barbering and kind of go all in with this thing and kind of see how far it goes. Um, in about three months, um, I went from having a really good amount of savings saved up, like probably about 20, uh, 30, 40 K saved up. And, uh, basically my accounts were down to zero, right? Um, basically was dead broke. Um, I, I was so broke for about 12, 14 months that, I couldn't pay my light bills. If I had to take a meeting, like my lights would go off before a meeting and I would have to drive really quick over to my mom's house and just so I had power <laughs> to take the meeting, right? Um, and I was in a very low moment at that point too because here I am, um, very uh, well-known on social media, um, yet I'm dead broke, right? And the company, like, was, was, I, the company wasn't making money. Like I was spending money on ads, but it wasn't bringing me back money at all. And I was going to the negatives. I remember I even have screenshots um, of these times where I, I think, let me see if I can bring up the actual screenshot actually so I can show you guys. Um, I remember screenshotting because uh, my bank account at the moment in time. And man, it was probably, I don't know if I can find it here. I probably should have this prepared. I remember like both accounts were maybe at best a couple dollars, 
basically just, it was just, I was dead broke and I was, I was lucky to have maybe a hundred bucks in my bank account. And this is very like stressful for me because here I am again too. I go out in public. I was pretty, I was growing my uh, YouTube at the time and, um, I was very well known and people like would record me. Like I remember going out to dinner with my girlfriend at the time and people would just record me, not come up and talk to me, just record me and post my, me on their stories. So it doesn't seem like a big deal, but like, there's a lot of internal talk and a lot of internal, like, man, you're such a failure. And like, I felt like everybody f knew I was a failure and was basically making fun of me, even though they weren't, they were just like, you know, they were just people like, Oh my God, I see this guy on YouTube all the time. He's out at this restaurant. Oh my God. Um, like th there was one time where we were sitting at a bar and the guys next to us and my girlfriend, I'm like, just sit, like, I'm kind of like sitting with my girlfriend right here. We're talking like this. The guys are behind me and she's like, don't look, but these guys are fucking recording you. And like posting on your posting on their story about you, like all of them. And uh, I just remember being very embarrassed because like that, that was a time too where like <clears throat> I didn't even know I could pay the bill <laughs> at the at the bar for like the the uh, food and drinks that we got right. Um, and I struggled heavily. Um, Both times I felt like I, I had no direction in life. Both times I felt like I, I didn't know where I was going in life. And the only, the only thing that really kept me alive, right, physically too, physically alive, because, um, like, you get thoughts coming into your mind all, all the time about, like, when you're in a very dark place, um, was how cool would my story be, right, to go from this to being a success, how cool would it be to be a kid who didn't go to didn't go to college, barely passed high school, did a val worked a valet job, was a barber? How cool would it be if this guy, you know, ran a five hundred million, one billion dollar company eventually one day? And that like hope, that like vision, that that focus, that that dream, um, kept me at least afloat and like at least taking risks and still trying every day. And I think when you lose hope, you, you also like hope, hope is like a great action motivator, right? It, it helps you take action every single day. And that, that one vision, that one hope, that one like little like idea allowed me every single day, no matter what I did, I, all I, all I wanted to do was work because I did not ever want to feel like that again. <clears throat> Eventually, of course, back in like 2016, um, like a year or two after my father passed, he passed in 2015, um, you know, I had that, I had that dream of like, well, you know, I, I can't go any lower. So I, I can, I can only gain from this, right? In both situations. I, I can't, I legit can't go any lower. My, my account's in like zero. Like if I go negative, it's like, it, it is what it is. I can only go up from here. Um, Those moments I, I look back upon I'm like, holy fuck. That was some of the strongest moments I've ever had. I've, I've, I've had to like lift myself up out of. And now I, I have proof for myself. I can handle anything. I can handle whatever is thrown, like obstacle is thrown in my way. I talk about this a lot about these character defining moments, right? 
They build, they build resilience in you. These moments, like, you should look forward to them as a test. Not as, like, a, why can't this be easy enough? I think too many of you are looking at this thing like, why isn't this easy enough for me? Why, why, why am I struggling so hard? And that's the wrong mindset to have. Because if you're trying to look for something that's easy all the time or looking for an easy way out or something that, like, can go ahead and uh, come quickly to you and, like, oh, why, why can't my life be, like, so butterflies? It's not going to be that way. It's going to be hard. You're going to face hardships. You're going to face roadblocks. You're going to face really, really hard times. Right? And the thing that helped me, I mean, in 2016, I had to basically build from nothing. What helped me when I retired from barbering was I was like, well, I've been through something hard like this before. I know I can overcome this. And so I had a little, a little glimpse of hope and a little bit of like, proof that no matter what I can make it through this thing and sometimes in life that's all you need just that little sliver that little door open that little crack just give yourself a little fucking crack give yourself a little bit of a chance because I know now if you give me a fucking if you give me a centimeter of a chance it's game over (laughs) right and I think a lot of you always wonder why do I have so much confidence in what I do why do I what how do I keep on pushing on when there's a lot of shit that goes on that I might be vocal to you guys about in the program about like stuff that happens with the company, people backstabbing me, people doing me very dirty in business and the lessons I've had to learn. And it's really because I've gone through certain moments and I've come up on the other side. I'm like, I can do this again. Think about sports teams, right? If you want to have like, let's say the best quarterback, you want that quarterback to have gone through like the regular season all the hard you don't want them like blowing the teams out all the fucking time you want the fucking close games you want to see all right let me test this guy let me see how he does under pressure that way when the stakes are high i know how he's going to handle that pressure right you prepare for these moments and so whatever you're going through right now don't look at it and don't look at it like man why can't this be easy say okay cool this has a purpose this is going to serve a purpose for me as proof that I can get through this eventually one day and anything else that stands in my way beyond this point is going to be a cakewalk. Because I can tell you this, I've said this before, it's only going to get harder. The further that you go, you're going to face even more hardships, more backstabbings, more, even, even tougher low moments. And these times when you get past these low moments, those are the times that build confidence. Those are the times that build character. So thrive in it, welcome it, dance in it. I call it, I, I, I really like thinking about it like, I, I really try to get really comfortable in the chaos, right? I really try to get comfortable in the chaos because I know if I can get comfortable in chaos, if I can handle all the shits flying around when it's easy, I'll, I'll, I'll go even further. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep on fucking rising even further. I'll keep it all, 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 nothing, nothing can stand in my way that I can't accomplish. So for you guys today, I want you to really think about everything you're going through right now is exactly what you should be going through. Don't be pushing it away. Don't be wishing for, for better times. Even wish, even wish for harder times, make yourself even more resilient. Because these are the times I'm thankful for. Those are the times that I'm, I think back on. I'm like, thank God I went through that because I know I can handle whatever the fuck comes my way. 
And I think it's such a blessing in life to go through those things. And all of you are just dropping the ball on that and like wishing these things wouldn't happen when you, when you can't even see these things are these things, whatever you believe in higher power, God, this is God just saying, Hey, this is exactly what you should be going through. I've planned this for you. I know you can go ahead and be resilient in this. Prove it to yourself. So today, this weekend, this month, this year, prove it to yourself. Because once you do that one time, it's game fucking over. Level's been passed. It's time to scale on to the next level beyond that point. So don't push these moments away. Thrive in them. All right, boys and girls, appreciate you guys always tapping in. This was, again, another one of those daily thoughts installments. If you did find any value of this, please share it with one friend. And with that, I will see you on the next podcast.